All right, time now for Focus on Faith with six-year offensive lineman Josh Lug. Lug has been around so long that he was recruited and played for Harry Heastan on the Irish offensive line before Heastan took a four-year break from coaching at Notre Dame. Lug is a multi-year starter, playing multiple positions on the offensive line over the years. Today will mark his third senior day, but the first with his parents on the field. We will also talk in depth about this roller coaster season. He's the old man in the locker room and someone who takes great pride in try chatting with underclassmen about how to better themselves, not only on the field, but in life and with their faith. A great man of God who says his faith has grown tremendously at Notre Dame. Enjoy this conversation of faith, family, and football with Notre Dame's six-year offensive lineman, Josh Luck. What's it like going through your uh, third senior day this week? <laughs> yeah, so there's been a lot of jokes in the goo. This is my third senior night, and... Uh, I'm setting a record for that, that there should be some plaque in the Goog for most senior person in Goog history, but uh, it's exciting. I think uh, I have a lot of lessons that I've learned that I can you know, share with the other guys and how critical, how critical and important it is to uh, focus on our job first, that the best way to honor our seniors on senior day is performing your best and uh, being your, having your best on command, and that's what guys are going to remember about senior day. Um, I don't necessarily remember the lead up to the senior day and running out on the field as much as I do as, uh, you know, backside driving or having a great block with uh, my right tackle or right guard when I played in the past. Uh, like, that's what really matters and what guys remember. Being a six-year guy and having that unique perspective of doing something that no one, really no one else gets to do because of that extra COVID year, what's it been like being the, the old man in the locker room? <laughs> uh, it's neat. It's a neat opportunity. Um, I'm with a lot of guys that, you know, were in seventh grade when I started here at Notre Dame, which is a crazy idea to think about. But, you know, I, th I think I can offer them a lot of insight on, you know, how school is going to go. What's it like moving off campus? You know, different things that maybe people don't think about that um, I have an interesting perspective on. And I just like being a mentor for guys. And I, I, one of the reasons I wanted to come back for a six year was so I could be there for the freshmen. I saw the video you did with the Sacred Places uh, a year ago, and, and you mentioned the locker room, which was probably not a place people would think of as a, a sacred place. Take, take us through your routine and how that enriches your faith uh, before a game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the locker room, especially on game day, is very sacred for me. Um, you know, a lot of guys will put on their headphones and have their quiet time, and in the locker room yourself, you're sitting in your locker, you have time to reflect. Uh, we get to the stadium two and a half to two hours before the game, and you have a lot of time when you're sitting there, you're putting your tape on, you're, you know, you're strapping your knee braces up, and it's a time for you to reflect um, on your week, uh, what's going on in the game, and then for me, I, I like to just take a moment, be with God, and realize how thankful uh, I am for everything he's provided me with. Uh, one of the other things, too, is like when we go out early for pregame, coming out of the locker room, you get like that cold breeze through the tunnel and you step on the field and it's bright light and it's just like just take a big deep breath and it's like wow this is this is special here and especially a place like Notre Dame where you know it's okay <laughs> it's uh, encouraged to express your faith that um, it's not a stigmatism here like maybe at another university it's not um, as a full on full display here it's like it's, it's a great opportunity for me to live out my faith especially on game day and then at the end of the game, I see my family, and there's touchdown Jesus right outside. It's like it's always a perfect reminder of, like, I play to glorify one person, and that's God. 
Do you have a, a Bible verse still uh, underneath your gloves that you keep it? I would do a Joshua one nine on my uh, wrist. It's just uh, be strong and courageous. Uh, it's something that my mom instilled in me early on, and uh, my name's Joshua, obviously. So uh, I would get like different things and like birthday gifts. Like my mom would always somehow include Joshua one nine on them, just as a constant reminder. Um, and that just constantly was a part of my life. Um, so I, I keep that on my wrist on game day and. Uh, Gives me it gives me a little bit sense of like, all right, he's with me today. Um, just a constant reminder that there's something more than football out there. <laughs> you mentioned um, you know the university and being here allows you to grow in your faith. You know you're not Catholic; it's a Catholic university, but there's still that growth component for it. H how much has that helped you grow as you know a faithful person? It certainly has, and it's the people around you too that are going to push you. Um, one of the things in camp that we had was Coach Freeman asked all the seniors to speak to the, the whole team and say, hey, like, tell us why you love Notre Dame, why you came here, and then one advice to your freshman self. And I told the guys, you know, don't be afraid to ask somebody else to go to church with you or go to a small group. And because uh, on Sundays, like, you're going to be tired after games, especially in the fall, and it's hard for you as an individual to get yourself out of bed, especially as a college student. But if you have a friend, whether that's a teammate or someone in the dorm, someone just in the area, they can be like, hey, let's go. We're going to church. It's like that's going to help you build your faith. And that, that exists here at Notre Dame where, like, guys are wanting to do things together. I remember when I first came here, uh, me, Wu, and Myron, and uh, Monroe Olson, she's a volleyball player, and Hannah Thompson, another volleyball player, we would carpool and go to church together, and we'd all sit in the same row. And, like, we were just freshmen, but, like, we had, like, accountability with one another, and we wanted to do that together. And, like, that was a real good catalyst for me. Uh, crossing over from like okay I'm at home with my parents going to church where it's like I didn't have an I didn't have an option to say no to go to church versus now it's like okay like I have this core group of people that I'm with that you know I feel good about going to church with and I can express my faith with. All right, I gotta ask this: Are are you the guy that's pulling along the others, or or do you have to be the one that gets pulled every once in a while? <laughs> I I try to I try to do more pulling than being pulled. Um, there's so many different opportunities here too for guys like. Uh, Guys maybe not have cars or whatever. They 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 really can't make it because their family's in town. But like we have fellowship in the Goog. Uh, Father Nate's always a resource for guys. And then our masses this year have been beautiful in the Basilica, and it's just a great opportunity for guys to like you know like maybe masses like every week from mass is enough for the guys, and like it's a great time for them to grow. It doesn't matter where you're kind of at in your faith journey. It's just uh, understand that and like just little growth, little growth and improvement every week can help. Josh Lug, Notre Dame offensive lineman, six-year senior, getting ready for senior day here for the third time. Joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays, our focus on a faith interview. What's the season been like overall? I mean, man, what a roller coaster it's been. Take us through it for, from your perspective as a guy who's who's seen a lot, and this season has seen a lot. Yeah, we're on a bumpy road to better, and like Coach Freeman always says, you know, we're trying to stay in the middle of uh, the highs and the lows and just constantly trying to find improvement and you know we have we have a relatively fully new staff this season and new energy in the building and the players around too like everyone is committed to sacrificing what they need to so that uh, we have success and that our seniors this Saturday will be honored in the best way um, I think from top down in the Goog this is uh, the most exciting it's been uh, the most energy we've had and just people really caring about one another so it's been great for me as a six year um, coming back it's like 
I lost a lot of coaches, but then I also got my offensive line coach that I committed to and I played with uh, my freshman year. So for me, that was a, uh, a foundation that I could work off of. And then also I have my offensive line guys that I've built such a strong core relationship with. And uh, for me, this has been one of the most special years at Notre Dame. You know, we mentioned the locker room being a sacred place for you. Take us back to that day when Coach Freeman was introduced and you guys had that moment with him where everyone ganged him. You know, I don't know how well you maybe necessarily knew him being an offensive guy and he was a defensive coordinator, but it seemed like it didn't matter if you were a defensive guy or offensive guy that everyone seemed to say, this is the guy we want. Yeah, I maybe didn't know Coach Freeman that well, but I knew that he was a fierce competitor and that the defensive guys loved him and that my defensive teammates I fully trusted that they said, hey, like this is our guy. And also uh, Dr. Thorbrick. For all of them to be like, this is who we're going with, I had full trust in Coach Freeman from the start. And then I got to know him a little bit better. And then I remember sitting down with him after he got uh, introduced, uh, talking about my sixth year, coming back. And just building a relationship with him has been something that's very special with me. Um, a guy that I just feel like I can go talk to at any moment. Uh, I could just walk in the door and say, hey, Coach, like, I have a question about this. or like hey, uh, what do you think about that? And he's always his open arms, willing to talk to the guys. And he's been a great resource for everybody and someone that we can count on. All right. So how much harder did that make the start of the year, starting 0-2? You know, you guys have you, – you couldn't have won the offseason more, right? You guys have all this excitement. You have a really good performance against Ohio State, maybe felt that slipped away, and then you lose to Marshall. How difficult did that make the start of the year when you guys thought this was going to be a special year, maybe? You know, I think the culture that we established this summer and in off-season workouts prepared us for anything that was going to be adverse, that maybe it wasn't going as we'd planned. But we trained for those moments that weren't going to be as planned, like I said. Uh, Coach Bayless, Coach Freeman, Coach Heastan, Coach Reese, Rob Hunt, everybody in our program, you know, they instilled us a culture and a belief that we're going to be on a bumpy road to better. And overall through the season, let's make those bumps as small as we possibly can and that we're going to keep improving. And so we were, you know, th those those losses sting, but we have the right guys in the locker room and the right coaches to respond and get them better so that when teams like Clemson come into town that we're ready and we're able to give our best on command. And while there was one more bump with the Stanford game, you did have the Clemson moment. How special was that um, to be able to celebrate that after the game when you guys uh, defeated them? Yeah, it was it was really special for everybody. Uh, the sacrifices that everybody put in that week from Miss Joy at the front desk at the Goog to Coach Freeman to, you know, Jarrett Patterson, staying late at night to watch film. Everybody sacrificed that week to make sure that we were successful on Saturday and for that to pay off. And guys that have the realization of like, we are a good team. Um, how do we consistently build upon this going forward? Because the future is bright here. Uh, we have the right guys to win. We have the right resources to win. Like that was like a culmination of everything at that Clemson game was like, okay, we can do anything that we put our mind to. And so going forward, how do we replicate it? Notre Dame offensive lineman Josh Lug joining us here on Notre Dame Federal Credit Union's Irish Sports Saturdays. What's your uh, favorite spot on campus? Favorite spot is the Grotto. Um, I don't go there often. I do that for a reason because like, I want that to be a special moment for me when I go there. Um, you know, sometimes in the off season or during camp, uh, earlier in the season, my roommates and I would drive around campus or we drive around South Bend, Indiana, get to know the town a little bit, and we'd always end at the Grotto. 
and spend 15, 20 minutes there um, reflecting, praying, lighting a candle. Sometimes we just sit back and talk at the benches back behind and like, that's a special place for me. And like I said, I don't go there often because I want that to always be a special place for me. Are you a uh, daytime grotto guy or is it gotta be a night? It's gotta be night. I think that's uh, when you fully are able to uh, reflect and for me at least to be able to ease my mind and be at peace. Let's bring it all around back to senior night, senior day, and this being the final time you get to go through the tunnel, the final time you, you lace up all the pads and everything in that locker room. I know you guys take it one game at a time and every game's the same, but will this feel different knowing this is for sure it for you? I'm going to try my best to make sure that it doesn't feel like it is the last one until that whistle blows at the end. And then I might cry. I might be so happy. I'm just hugging everybody. But for me, I, I want to approach this game so that I put my best on the field. One, so that, yes, I have a great senior day, but I want to honor these other seniors that it's their first senior day and it's their last senior day. And they deserve that more than anybody. Um, so I'm going to prepare and give my best and try to keep that out of my head so that when the ball is kicked off on Saturday, I'm ready to give my best. You said try, but you also had a big smile on your face. You know it's going to be pretty hard probably to do that, right? Especially when you when you see your parents probably out on the field. It will be, yeah. So I've had, this is my third senior day, but this will be the first one with my parents on the field. And my parents, they've been to every single home game. They're sacrificed to be able to come see me play or go see when my brother was playing at Harvard. They care so much about supporting our family. And so I think, uh, if anything, it's going to be very special for them to kind of be out there and see me in pads for one last time on in Notre Dame Stadium. Josh, thank you very much. Enjoy it Saturday, especially hopefully after the game. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. <laughs> Josh Luck, Notre Dame, six-year offensive lineman, joining us here on Irish Sports Saturdays, our Focus on Faith interview. A lot of great perspective from Josh. Yeah, I loved that. I don't. You can't not like that guy after listening to the interview. I mean, he's talking about he came back an extra year because he just loves being a mentor to the younger guys. I mean, throughout the whole thing, he's talking. He's so faithful, honor and help others and and help out others. I mean, the whole interview seemed like he was talking about, you know, he came back and it's an interview of him, but he's talking about how he works with others, how he goes with others to 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 mass or service, and how he helps out his other teammates and just an incredible guy from the sounds of it. Yeah, I mean, and I love the pulling people along to go to church, yeah. you know? I mean, I needed someone like Josh Slug when when I was there that age, <laughs> yeah. you know, to to pull me to church because I was someone who did not go yeah. uh go all the time now, but I was not I was a person that was not going as much back then. So I needed someone like Josh Slug to say, "Nope, we're going. Here we go. Let's go." So uh that's great that he's doing that. It's a very important thing. Are you paying more than you should for things that don't really bring you peace? Struggling to meet your financial goals? We can help. Hi, I'm Diane Freeby of Notre Dame Federal Credit Union, inviting you to learn how making little changes to daily spending habits can make a big difference. Schedule a free financial checkup today at NotreDameFCU.com elevate. That's NotreDameFCU.com elevate. You already share our values. Why not share in our benefits? Notre Dame Federal Credit Union. Join Bishop Kevin Rhodes for a new episode of Truth in Charity every Wednesday during the noon hour. Each week, he has a conversation with host Kyle Hyman about scripture, saints, and church news. Listen to episodes anytime by going to spokestreet.com slash askbishop or search for Truth in Charity on any podcast app. 
Truth and Charity with Bishop Rhodes is brought to you in part by Notre Dame Federal Credit Union.